0: I'm Arieh Schwartz, along with my co-host, Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the WNBA Insider Show. Each week, we cover different topics important to the W using X's and O's, along with key stats. We bring honest and critical analysis. I'm very flattered and honored to introduce this guest that I think basically the only thing to properly introduce you as is the number one pick in the 2017 draft, the one and only Kelsey Plum. Welcome to the show, Kelsey.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course, of course. So I, I want to talk to you real quick, Um, just kind of a a broad thought. You're a very young team, but I'm looking at the season, and I don't want people to get fooled about your team's record. You guys beat the Mystics, Storms, and Sparks so far. Those are all top four teams in the standings currently. Can you talk about what that does to a young team, to your confidence?
1: Um, Yeah, I do think that, you know, when we're locked in and – Uh, You know, everyone's firing. We're defensively playing as a unit. Um, We're tough to beat. So I think we've shown that. And then I've also think we've shown definitely our youth and and experience and um, still trying to gather our chemistry together. So, I mean, the league is so good from top to bottom. Anyone can beat anyone on any night.
2: Yes, and, and and that is something that I think, especially this year, when it comes to the travel schedule, the condensed rec, uh, condensed season, especially you guys in particular, you know, took advantage of really the sparks, maybe having some tired legs, and, and really took it to him, to them, just a few days ago. Uh, talk about that big win! I mean, that was a that was a statement win from you guys. You guys played with like an energy, um, a momentum, a determination like that. I'm not sure we've seen from you guys, at least yet this season. Talk about that that game that was incredible to see.
1: Well, thank you. We uh, I think we were a little bit frustrated. We had been pretty close in multiple games before that, and just couldn't finish it out. Couldn't get that last uh, closing. You know, coach talks about playing for 40 minutes, and we weren't able to piece together a 40 minute game. We had sections that were good, and then other times uh, we kind of let it slip. So I think that. From a complete team effort, top to bottom, everyone that came in brought energy, brought toughness. Um, you know, like you said, there was a different type of vibe in the in the gym, and um, it was a fun game to play in. And I think that's you know our crowd got into it, and so we're able to get a win. But I mean, I mean it's tough. You know, I think we had early in the season played a bunch of games on the road right away back to back and so we had to like we got thrown in the fire very quickly and so um but fortunately our schedule is a little bit more spread out throughout the later half of the season uh where as other teams are you know playing their back-to-backs in three games in four days you know kind of like right now so um hopefully we just continue to get better and you know, try to get wins like that at home because that's crucial.
2: Kelsey, I want to kind of take it back, just focus on you and kind of your career. Obviously, you have done things that no one else has done. Um, You flat out are one of the greatest scorers in the history of the game. I had the brutal experience, equally as brutal as it was exciting to coach against you your senior year where you were averaging like close to 32 a game, which was ridiculous. And, And it was part of my scout. And I completely blocked it from my memory for the most part. Um, but you 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 know you, you've you've done what you what you did in college. you were the first round draft pick. Um, you had a you had a great rookie season in San Antonio, but but you still you had I think you battled some injuries there a little bit. you were able to kind of get, get in a rhythm but not to like the full like Kelsey plum that we we know you can do, you know um, and then you have to kind of battle a big time change from San Antonio now you're in Las Vegas. so you've kind of had to go through a lot of change, a lot of things these last few years, um, and I was noticing in particular just, just watching you, um, especially the last five games, last four or five games, to me it seems like we're starting to see you like come out of your box a little bit, and I know Coach Bill Lambeer alluded to that uh, at a press conference about kind of loosening the reins a little bit more on you. Um, am I making that up, or is that something that you're kind of feeling yourself
1: well, first of all, what where, where did you coach? I'm sorry that I don't know this.
2: <laughs> no, I was I was at Grand Canyon University. You guys came down to Phoenix and played Grand us.
1: Grand Canyon, yes, I remember. You guys have a crazy crowd, by the
2: way. It, it was crazy. insane. Yes, yes. Crowd. Shout out! Shout out to the Havocs of Grand Canyon University. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I remember that, like there's an antelope in the stands, like random. But, yeah, it's,
2: <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> a bit, but
1: um, yeah, I definitely think that you uh said some things that are very accurate. I, um, It has been a very unique situation. You know, it's so interesting talking to people and people asking me questions like this because um, going into my senior year, I was like maybe top 10 on the draft board, like four, five, six, seven, in that range, depending on whatever team needed, you know, a guard. And so it was interesting because throughout the season, you know, I was just playing the way that I've always played. I mean, I was playing at a high level, but it wasn't, um, I don't want to say it wasn't anything special. I was just being myself. And I think it was crazy how like the, the every game it, it just, it started rolling and people just started jumping on, I don't want to say a bandwagon, but it just, it all of a sudden, I, I mean, I went from, you know, top five to number one pick in one game because of, mm-hmm. you know, and so it, it was like, an, I want to say it was overnight, but it was overnight. And so, it's so interesting. And honestly, kind of it's comical to me because, you know, I didn't expect it. I don't think people around me expected it and then it happened. And so I think the expectations were so high going into the league. And that's not me saying that I, you know, I'm playing a victim or whatever the case may be, but it was almost unrealistic. People were, thinking that I was going to do what I did in college sure. straight into the pros. I mean, mm-hmm. it just doesn't – the game is different. doesn't work like that, period. Um, yep. So coming into San Antonio, it was tough because I was hurt, you know, so I'm trying to work my way back and then obviously work my way back to the highest level in the world. Um, and then, yeah, you're right. There's a transition to Vegas. And, I mean, my role is different. We, we have – a superstar. Asia is unbelievable. And then you have McBride playing at an all-star level and we have other pieces around and I'm not needed to be the player that I was in college. I'm not needed to score. Coach needs me to do other things. And so I've tried to just embrace that. And there has been, I guess you could say, I don't want to say there was been a box, but I, I was trying to make it clear that I'm not here as the Kelsey Plum, you saw me, in Washington. And then that's not playing scared. That's not playing passive. That's just playing the way they need me to play so we can win. Right. Um, So it's difficult because I definitely have to hear it from a lot of different people about why don't we see her do this, do this, do this. But you know, I got to focus on what's important. And I mean, the more my minutes go up and the more opportunities I get, we can start talking about different things. But until then, like, that's what I'm going to do to get on the court. Well, dang it. That's what I'm going to do to get on the court. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So I, you know you're a coach you know as a player um when you change a team you change roles and you just have to embrace your role and make the most of it
2: absolutely
0: so kelsey i love that mindset i think that's the mindset that every player needs to have going into you know transitions or really anything um i want to ask you though because you kind of alluded to this so what aspect of your game do you want to focus on day in and day out that you're looking to improve
1: i mean i think first of all defensively i'm not I'm not a dummy. I know that every time we come out on the floor, it's trying to, someone's trying to post me up. They're trying to put me in ISO. They're trying to put me in a pick and roll situation, get me to switch on a big or whatever the case may be. So, uh, my goal is to continue to try to figure out ways to not be the person we always have to help for. You know, like, oh, we're going to have to help here and here and here. Like, certain situations, of course, everyone's going to need help. But um, I think for me, it's just not being a liability out there and holding my own uh, defensively. And then offensively, uh, just creating a little bit more for my teammates, getting them in spots where they're, they don't have to create anything themselves. They can just go up into their shot uh, and transition. I've tried to push it a lot, um, not allow the defense to get set. So it's interesting because it, it, at Washington, I mean, I mean, you scouted me. I wasn't really a point guard. I was like a point scorer, and right. I didn't, I didn't really run a true point guard position. I was more – you know, it was in transition. I had the ball in my hands a lot, but it was mostly on the wings and in pick and mm-hmm. rolls. And so, um, I'm literally playing point guard and I'm learning as I go. And so it's just a new role for me. And I, those are the things that I try to focus on every day.
2: That, that was going to be my, my next question, which you kind of just answered, um, kind of how much are you learning just in this year in particular, um, uh, with, with, the aces and, and the dynamic you have on the team. Um, has it been a challenge at times to learn or, you know, obviously you're embracing it. You're doing great. you you're, you seem like as confident as I we have seen you, um, in your very young WNBA career, but, uh, the challenges of, of kind of just that different role, um, you're starting to see more comfortable with it. You're starting to see more confident in it.
1: Yeah. I, I feel really comfortable about, um, my role. I feel comfortable about, um, you know, handling the ball and running the offense, um, you know, it's just, it's tough because you're not in training camp. So when you come out and you're playing for a new coach, you don't know what they want, what they like, what they want from you and things like that. So I think for this first month, it was just me trying to like sit, listen, learn from Bill. And Bill is so smart, so intelligent, and he's very precise on what he wants and how he likes things. So, I mean, little things like you need to be in the slot when you're passing it baseline or, you know, I don't want to bounce pass in the post. I want, I want you to throw an overhead pass so they can catch it like – there's these little details that um, I try to pick up on, and then he's—I mean, he's really tough on me, but um, I'm grateful for that because I'd rather him be on me than not say anything at all, and you know, than trade me or something like that. So I'm—I'm I'm definitely learning a lot from him and what he wants for me.
2: I think it's interesting, you know, our, our listeners need to remember that you came back like like a lot of players come back late already. Just from the overseas career, you were even like further. I mean, you came back extremely late, and so there was no camp. I mean, you—you you were the, the, the season had already started. So this has been a very quick transition yeah. for you with a new team, um, new coach, new teammates. I mean, that that has to be difficult.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, you spend hours and hours uh, with your teammates in training camp, just learning to get a feel for them, what they like, how they play. Um, you know, obviously, learning the offense is a big part of feeling comfortable in the system and. Being able, when you know the offense and you're very comfortable in it, and you know everyone else's positions, you're able to create um, for yourself and others because you're knowing where everyone else is going. So, I think for me, that first getting my feet wet, those first you know six or seven games, is me trying to figure out where to be, where to go, um, and how to put my game within those different sets that we have. So, it's very, it's very difficult. And and then on top of that. I mean, people are like, "Well, McBride does it." Well, yeah, McBride does it. And she has a great job. She's also a two guard, and she's also been in the league for five years. So, I mean, it's different. It's it's very different. And so, I mean, it's just something that you sacrifice going overseas, and um, you know, it's tough. But financially, you just gotta do what works for you. And uh, unfortunately, that's the sacrifice I've I've had to make. And um, you know, I'm getting my comfortableness and I feel for the team now. So, you know, that's all you can do.
0: No, I appreciate that. I want to talk to you real quick about, you know, you guys have a lot of first round draft picks, a lot of first draft picks. Um, Uh Talk about this combo. What's it like to play with Asia Wilson and know that you have somebody who, who is just, you know, I don't even know how to put in her rookie season into words. Um, But talk to me about like the ability to play with someone who's being dominant down low and what that does to your game.
1: You know, playing with someone like Asia, I – like walking onto the court, and this is no disrespect to anyone in San Antonio or whatever, but, you know, there's certain games where you walk on the court last year and you're like, man, this is going to be like – you know, you're just in it. You're in for a long game. And I think walking onto the court, like literally every single game, I'm like, okay – we got a shot here. Like we we can, we can win this game. Like I really w- went walk on the court thinking we can win every game because we got literally, I mean, right now she's playing like an MVP candidate. So I, I feel like they're so consistent. She can make so many plays. She draws so much attention that it just literally helps everyone else because you have to double, you have to send traps, you have to rotate and figure out how to um, just jam her up and, That allows so many different people opportunities. And um, I mean, she's honestly unreal in just her talent level. And then I think what people miss or don't talk enough about is her maturity. I mean, I was in her shoes and it's so hard to handle a lot of the stuff that comes at you and, you know, people saying this and that, whatever, whatever. And uh, she's just, is just absolutely amazing the way she handles everything day to day. And she's a great teammate. Uh, She's fun to be around kid can dance like crazy. So uh, it's just been really fun being your teammate.
0: So I I have to ask, uh, you you touched on this. You guys have a dynamic team, a young team, and it just looks like you guys are having a blast out there off, on and off the court. Now, nothing against Bill Lambeer, but he doesn't ooze like goofy funniness. Um, Can you talk to me about the the joys of of this team and, and what's going on there?
1: You know, I think you'd be surprised. Bill has a... Dry sense of humor, very 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 dry. Yeah, you have to be able to have thick skin to play for him. But I, I mean, I really enjoy it. And You know, he'll say something to me, and I'll say something right back.
2: Uh, <laughs> got to be able to throw it around a little bit.
1: Absolutely, you just got to have thick skin. You got to be able to laugh at stuff. You know, uh, life is life is tough. You know, you just got to be able to brush it off, keep keep going. But absolutely, we have a lot of fun on our team. Um, I know we are young, and I just think you know people have played with different. Uh, people in different, you know, situations and things like that. And we're close. We hang out off the court. Um, I think that carried over a lot from San Antonio. We were close as a team there, and we still have a lot of the core. And then you add great pieces. Um, But, you know, Coach adds great character people, people that are team people. And I think that's why you see a unity. You see, you know, a genuineness about our group. And uh, we're excited to kind of get this thing rolling in Vegas and, I wouldn't want to do it with a, another group.
2: So I'm curious, you know, what's it like out there in Vegas? Not, I mean, obviously I've, I've, I've been to Vegas, I get it, but, you know, that's a big difference um, with it being the newest city uh, to add a, a, a league team. Um, And to me, I haven't been able to be, you know, at a a game yet, but like when I'm, when I'm seeing the hype around it, what the community is doing, you know, you've got the the jersey on the Statue of Liberty. It looks like the the games are getting great draw. I mean, what's it like there right now? What's the vibe? It sounds like they're really embracing you guys.
1: Oh gosh. MGM has been uh, nothing short of amazing. Just their support for us, you know, financially within the community, um, marketing us. Like, I mean, you drive down. You know, Las Vegas Boulevard, and you'll see the Statue of Liberty with the Aces jersey. You'll see somebody on the Aria, uh, big green screen, dribbling a ball, and it'll say, you know, Aces play whatever date. Um, you know, Mandalay Bay signs. You know, people are, I'll walk into Chipotle and I'll have an Aces shirt on, and the workers, like, oh my gosh, wow. like, Aces, can I get tickets? Like, people know about us, and people are so excited to have us, um, which is so refreshing. <laughs> Being a woman, being a professional athlete, and, you know, people are so excited. Like, hey, when can I get tickets? When do you guys play? You know, we live at the MGM Signature. And just the amount of guests in the elevator that stop me and say, what do you guys do? Whatever. And like, oh, we play for the Aces. No way. Like, people really enjoy us here. Um, and MGM has said, you know, we're going to make this uh, a show, a sellout. Some, you know, pe- a place that people yeah. want to come, want to be. Um, which is so, it's so amazing to be a part of something like that. And so um, I think that's why you see our group having so much fun because we really are so well taken care of. And um, when someone's excited to have you, you're excited to be there.
0: So something I've been dying to ask you specifically, mm-hmm. because first of all, you are currently wearing, in my opinion, one of the best jerseys in the W, a little Jersey talk overseas overseas. There are some phenomenal jerseys. So I want your take. I want the Kelsey Plum edition. What is your favorite women's basketball jersey in the world?
1: On uh, for anything, for anything, any, any. I mean, I think Team USA. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: she went there. That's that's a that's a that's a great one. That's a great one. <laughs> Because for me,
0: I'm I'm waiting for you know the W is and maybe I'm crazy thinking this. The W is on the forefront of many things. The breaking away from conference playoffs, uh, you know, so many things. I, I'm not going to waste my time getting to more. But something I'd love to see is them go to you know Euro League. The jersey, you I'm going to butcher the name of your overseas team, so I'm not going to try. But that jersey, that's really cool too. And and the team that I always butcher their name that uh Maya was on with Brittany Griner they're like really expanding and testing the limits of it do you think would you like to see that in the W
1: I mean I'm I'm a Nike athlete I really love Nike so I appreciate the classiness of having you know wearing Nike you know overseas uh there's a lot of different like other companies you know I play for Fenerbahce And uh, they're sponsored by Fenarium, which is like under Fenerbahce. So our uniforms are cool. They have, you know, uh, yellow and blue. But, yeah, I'm I'm up for trying different things within, you know, certain realms. But I, I do appreciate just the aces having, you know, cool black classy uniforms that everyone looks good in
2: well and it's it's one of the few well it's the only jersey or jersey that doesn't have the advertisements all over it except for the 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 small patch um i think it's on your left chest if you will but yeah it's one of the actual the only jersey that doesn't have the i think it doesn't like there's no verizon there's nothing else on it which is unique
0: something i want to ask i touched on uh they broke down conference uh playoff i they they broke away from the conference-based playoffs they still use for Player of the Week and things like that, which to me is is troublesome because that's kind of your legacy, if you will. Um, You know, racking up those awards, that will dictate many things of how people review you later on in your career. What's your opinion? Do you think Player of the Week and Player of the Month should be conference-based?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I just know that, like, two weeks ago, I mean, Asia got Rookie of the month but like two weeks ago she should have gotten player of the week and she got stiffed because I think somebody somebody from the west played good as well and then but Asia should have got it and I think it was Maya I think Maya should have gotten it but I think Asia should have gotten it also but they're both in the west um so you know I I do think that if they separate the conferences they should just have I don't know Two players of the week, or whatever the case may be. But uh, honestly, I don't pay too much attention to that stuff. So I'm pulling up the. That.
2: <laughs> That's totally fine.
1: I got stiffed on it so much in college, I just gave up on it.
2: Anyway. Uh, <laughs> there
0: you go. Rachel, I just want to ask Kelsey this one last question because you were talking about Bill and having that dry sense of humor. Um, has anybody on the team challenged him to Bill Lambeer combat basketball?
1: Bill Lambeer combat basketball.
0: It it is a old school. What? I believe it was on like the Sega Genesis or like before that. It was a old school video game. Yes,
2: you would know that. Yeah, I I had never
1: heard of that before. But maybe I'll say something.
2: But I'm a, I'm gonna have to Google it now. I got I got to Google that. I'm not
1: a video gamer, but I know Mac K Mac can play video games very well. So maybe that's something that she could, uh, you know, challenge him on. But I that's the first time I've, I've ever heard that
0: well yeah so so now you got that dirt on him so <laughs> next time next time he throws something your way just be like well blah 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 you know rachel did you have a last question for kelsey
2: no i'm great kelsey thank you so much for chatting with us and taking the time to kind of let the listeners get to know more about you and just kind of your transition in the league um, we definitely appreciate it good luck this week against chicago thank you thanks for having me guys
0: I'm Ari Schwartz with my co-host, Rachel Galligan. This has been the WNBA Insider Show. Each week, different topics important to the W and really cool guests. I mean, who's cooler than Kelsey Plum?